But right now, Andrew Bell from the art curator at the Hocken Library. Welcome. It's time for Art is Real. That's what we're calling it now. That's the short name. <laughs> Kia ora. Kia ora. Morena to you. Welcome along to Radio 1 once again. Thank you. Right, yes, so uh, the art segment is back, which is good because now people can tell me what art means and I know and then I can say to other people. <laughs> can try. Yeah, yeah, what art means. You don't have to hold that. Let go of it. Okay, it's fine. Great. That's just good, so, good. Yeah, just you trying to hold the microphone spit, together. Spit on the mic. It's fine. That's what, It's just there to stop you from doing that and from hearing your nose. Um, it's true. Um, now, yes, the Hocken. Hocken, yes, let's talk about the Hocken. Let's talk about the Hocken because, uh, you know, it's the, the Hocken Library or just the Hocken. Yep, so one the Hocken Collections. You will, yes, the Hocken Collections. The full name, the Hocken, uh, Hocken Collections, you are a Taoka or Hakana, mm-hmm. University of Otago. Okay, okay. that's a big name. <laughs> It's a bit greedy. Um, because, well, you know, I've always traditionally known as the Hocken Library. Um, Fair enough. And one would, so, so with library, one would assume you'd walk in there, it'd be full of books, yes. and you have to be quiet. We have over 200,000 books. Ooh. Um, we, not only books, though, we also have maps, um, photographs, um, ephemera, so posters and um, postcards and um, election material, um, even junk mail, which I'll talk about actually oh. a bit later on. Oh, Pretty really? Exciting to collect junk mail. We've got oh. some committed donors. So you don't. Um, have, so the Hogan doesn't have one of those signs on its mailbox. No, yeah, no, no please. Mail, please, please, please yeah, give it's them. Like a cultural artifact. Oh. Um, but yeah, actually, that's relevant for later on. But um, yeah, and pictures, of course. So I'm the art curator. We have over seventeen thousand artworks. Yes. And over two million photographs, archives. Um, but I should just mention, so the Hocken started out way back in 1910. Mm-hmm. Um, was founded by Thomas Morland Hocken, who was um, a British guy. Um, he came over from Yorkshire, immigrated, and um, he was a surgeon and a coroner. And he actually um, was an avid collector of all these things and maps. He was kind of um, interested in art for its documentary value as opposed to kind yeah. of art for other reasons. But he was wanting to document life in New Zealand and in Dunedin. And he had a specific focus on Otago, Dunedin, um, so Southland kind of area, but also Antarctica, the Pacific, um, kind of looking at early settler life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his collection was donated to the um, Otago Museum originally, just across the road mm-hmm. in a wing there, um, to be managed by the university. And then it kind of outgrew that spot and moved to the Richardson building later on. Mm-hmm. And then in the late 90s, we moved to our current site, which is at 90 Anzac Ave on the corner, just opposite Emerson's Brewery. It used to be a cheese factory. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, so it's perfect for us because it's got a, like cold stores and vaults, which, you know, is perfect yeah. for the film and negatives and things that need to have a special climate-controlled conditions. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so... Um, we're open to the public every Monday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and we have an exhibition program as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we were here talking back in July with Miranda Parks, who's the current exhibition. Um, that show uh, closes at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so hurry up and get there. Yeah, get along, get along, um, which is great. But, um, yeah, so that's just to give you a bit of background. And then also, as you mentioned, I'm the art curator, but we have many other curators. Yes. There's a curator of maps, a curator of... Publications, a curator of archives, a curator of photographs, head curator of pictorial collections, and a curator of avian music, like Dunedin Sound, got a yes, whole collection yeah, yeah, there, yeah. and a curator of ephemera, like junk mail, etc. So, so. Do you, so is it still um, uh, collections around, uh, is it still Otago and Southland and things? Yeah, that's kind yeah. of the focus, but we also collect broadly New Zealand as well, so New Zealand art, yeah. um, for example. Um, 
but yeah, we do try to focus as much as we can on kind of our region, mm-hmm. but um, it's not limited by that either, by yeah. any means. So I think a lot of local people, and it definitely was the case of me growing up, thinking that you couldn't go there oh. unless you were a student. Oh no, it's open to anyone, open yeah. to the public. Yeah. yeah, I mean we do get class visits and researchers um, most commonly, but we definitely want to encourage more people to, yeah. to visit just off the street. And, go more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and we also have tours available of the collection there's free tours that you don't need to book for on Wednesdays at 11am and 2pm Do you take the tours? No, but I do take tours of the art collection yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. just by appointment just yeah. email me or yeah. When you got that job um, how much time how, how much time did you get to become familiar? Um, it was kind of straight into it to be honest Because <laughs> you didn't give yeah. a tour in the first week obviously and uh, this is Maybe in the second week yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's kind of just flying by the seat of my pants Yeah, so you had to look at all 17,000 uh, yeah, <laughs> pulling out rack by rack. Yeah. yeah, I do still do that from time to time. You, give, you kind of find something new each time. It's pretty special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just had to kind of do a bit of yeah research to get up to speed. But yeah. Is it a, quite a big collection in terms of New Zealand collections? Yeah, I mean, I think we've got more art than the Auckland Art Gallery, for example, oh. by maybe 1,000 items. Hey, it's 1,000, yeah. right? But we generally collect um, paintings, some AV, um, like video art, but also um, works on paper. And so it's kind of space-wise that helps because other institutions collect more sculpture and obviously that's Mm. more um, space you know needs more space and one you know and another thing one because it's a university institution and I think even growing up I I assumed that would everything would have been quite old Yes, we do have a lot of old stuff, a lot yeah, of historic material. Yeah. But we do, um, since kind of actually since the 1960s, we started getting more um, modern and contemporary, mm-hmm. contemporary now. Could I go down there and go, oh, that's by my friend? Possibly, depending yeah. on who your friend is. Oh, I've, got some, hey, I've, got, I've got some pretty good friends. My friend, friend Colin McCann, my friend, yeah. Matt Poetry. Oh, my, my old mate. <laughs> my is, friend, yep. Nick Austin, Kushana yeah. Bush. Yeah, there's... Um, uh, what about... Uh, Philip Frost. Oh, now you're just going to put me on the spot. I have to look at Philip James Frost. Is there any Philip James oh, Frost in there? I have to double check and get back to you, Jamie. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> but, but yeah, we do collect contemporary art as well. So, um, also through the Francis Hodgkins Fellowship, we acquire work through that. Yep. And that's always contemporary artists, obviously. Do you own that work that they do under you, when, when they're with you? Um, yeah, we, so we purchase the work through oh, yeah. from them. Yeah, so we select not the whole suite of work, but just a... Um, yeah, oh, so you don't commission them to do it? No, no, no. We support their exhibition, but then we just buy our work at the end. Yeah. And then I think there's also a separate, there's a separate Francis Hodgkins Fellowship Trust collection as well. Nice. But yeah, so we, um, yeah, we and keep it contemporary but yeah as well kind of looking forwards looking backwards Mm -hmm. doing a bit of both okay okay but yeah so that's just a bit of background information for future discussions but today i wanted to talk about a work at the dpag at the dunedin public art gallery yes that one or in the Um, octagon by an artist named eve armstrong Mm -hmm. so um this work has actually been up for a wee while it's called china and hardware and um it's in the main entrance if you go through the octagon main entrance of the gallery to your left on the mezzanine kind of level there's this massive wall it's called the big wall mm-hmm. and um you won't miss it it's um a big wall. peach yeah <laughs> gray <laughs> wall with this sort of peach painted wallpaper and this kind of collage it's like a massive monumental collage i guess mm-hmm. of these little still lifes which we'll talk about shortly but just to talk a little bit about eve so she's based in wellington 
She graduated from Elam School of Fine Arts at the University of Auckland back in 2003. I've been following her work for about 10 years probably. Mm-hmm. And um, she was here in Dunedin last summer as part of the gallery's visiting artist program and that's supported by Creative New Zealand and um, in partnership with the Dunedin School of Art. So usually the artist who comes over summer is there for up to three months mm-hmm. and they, at the end of their residency or shortly after, um, produce a new body of work for an exhibition. So she was really interested and in, she kind of, she works across sculpture, installation, collage, um, yeah, that kind of practice, but yeah. a social, socially engaged practice as well. Um, and she was interested in making work that was quite specific to Dunedin. So she was interested in the building that the DPEGs housed in, which is the former DIC department store. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And then it, was, then it was Sharky's after that. Sharky's yeah. was the forerunner to this the warehouse. Before my time. Yeah, and I think it was the warehouse. The warehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in 96, 97, I think it moved to, that the gallery moved there from Logan Park. Yeah. So like the um, mm. like the Hawken that's moved around the DPEGs. And the Logan Park Gallery was originally the South Sea, New Zealand South yeah. Seas exhibition uh, so and there's still part of the building, part of the old building still yep. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so she was fascinated by this history because she has an interest in kind of stuff, <laughs> essentially, and like stuff. the stuff that we buy that we throw away, and kind of interested in what we decide to keep exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, so she, yeah, wanted to do some research into this, this former department store. Um, so the DIC, just so you. So your listeners know, was um, started out in 1884. It stood for the Drapery and General Importing Company of New Zealand, oh. and um, it was established by Bendix Hallenstein, who you know is Hallenstein yep, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And its um, headquarters and flagship store was in the Octagon, and so. Um, it really um, was one of those destination retail stores. Oh, yeah, we did when I was a kid. Yeah, so we had all that kind of over-the-counter surf, uh, service and um, had all these amenities like tea rooms and mm-hmm. an escalator. I got <laughs> uh, stuck on the escalator. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. did you get off? Did you have to run off? Uh, no, no, I was sitting on it, and I was in a hoodie that... It was the 80s, so hoodies also had the cord in the in the bottom bit, Uh-oh. you know? So you get, yeah, and that cord got sucked in. Oh, man. And I was... That's, it was real scary. Sounds really <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, so that's my memory of, of, <laughs> of the DIC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost dying on the escalator. Oh, jeez. Well, um, they also had Santa's Grotto. Did you ever go to Santa's yes, Grotto? Yes, of course. Well, they still have traces of yes. that underneath the DPAG at the moment in their kind of workshop area. If you go into there with a torch, you can still see. Oh. It's quite... It's kind of spooky. It's spooky. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting. So it's not the European Santa, you know, the one that's real, like. Oh, uh, actually, I think maybe I saw a picture of the Pink Panther. Oh, anyway, I, I saw I saw Darth Vader there. I saw Dukes of Hazard there. I saw many things. Pretty sure they had the Knight Rider car there once. I'm oh, not under. Well, in a certain part of the, of the store, they used to have things all the time when you were a kid. They have nothing now. Yeah, uh, but sadly, so obviously it closed. Yeah. Because in the 1980s. Um, there was a decline, I guess, in department stores because they couldn't really compete with the suburban malls and the mega stores. And, and Decker came along. Decker, yeah, who yeah. can compete with Decker? Their tea room was awesome, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have had a great tea room. But um, but we're very fortunate, of course, that the DPAG moved in, and so it was yeah refit for the DPAG. And it's kind of interesting to think about it being a showroom for formerly the showroom for things to buy, and now it's a showroom for art. You know, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of interesting. Um, comparing that 
And so how this relates back to the Hocken, of course, <laughs> is because um, Eve did a bit of research at the Hocken and also at the National Library through our visual ephemera collection. Mm -hmm. So she was looking at photographs of the kind of Victorian store interiors from the 1800s till about 1940. She was looking at stationery, staff guides, newsletters, photos of staff picnics, all sorts of things, mm -hmm. newspaper adverts for the DIC, yep, yep. all this kind of treasure that you can find at the Hocken. And also it's kind of interesting thinking about her role as an artist. She's kind of in a way like an archaeologist, kind of searching for treasure. And she's doing that in her research, but then also doing that by um, as you can see actually on the big wall work, the still lifes that are kind of created are made out of this domestic crockery and bits and bobs. And she's kind of been shopping around op shops in Dunedin. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of thinking, where does all the stuff end up after you buy it and then you decide you don't want it anymore and you chuck it out and you take it to a second hand shop? To the restore. Yeah, exactly. So she's... Um, gathered kind of things as like an archaeologist in a way like these are kind of relics from a time gone by kind of thing mm. um yeah and she's displayed them as these kind of still lifes but actually when she was going around secondhand shops in Dunedin she actually took as inspiration a DIC junk mail catalogue ah, awesome. kind of looking yeah, for material yeah yeah, yeah 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 so in a sense you could kind of think about her big wall work as like this massive spread from a junk mail catalogue that she's kind of reinterpreted and these are instead of being new products for sale they're kind of unwanted goods yeah you know to be repurposed somehow and she does work we were going to talk if you were mentioning upcycling she yeah. does work quite a lot with um second-hand materials and found materials and not necessarily for environmental reasons more kind of practical reasons yeah because yeah, yeah. i guess it's like cost yeah, right. <laughs> but also so you don't have to start out with a blank slate, like you've got something to start with. Like I think for her show, because there was a show that accompanied this, which was called Growing Demand, which closed a few months ago in July, but um, she had a lot of stuff in the gallery to begin with, but she ended up just pairing it all back. So mm -hmm. she kind of was like, what do I do with all the stuff? But um, yeah, and so in a way, like they, these displays on the big wall, they kind of look like these kind of art Pavera still lifes, but then also there's kind of a bit of an air of the luxury product to yeah. it in a sense as well. Like, I don't know if I was just thinking about it. I don't know if you've seen that magazine, Home Magazine. It's kind of like this lifestyle magazine. Home, and they have these... Home or Home and Garden? Which oh, a different one called oh, Home. Different. It's like a New Zealand-focused oh. one. And they have, like, architecture and stuff like this in it featured but they also have these like curated spreads of homewares oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they look a bit like like Eve's work in a yeah, way like, yeah. like except that her work's all stuff from the one dollar bin whereas they're advertising like two hundred dollar teapots and things. yeah 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 oh my god but um it makes the tea more expensive yeah that's about it <laughs> that tastes, yeah it tastes the same but my god look at the way it pours yeah <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully it doesn't drip but yeah. um yeah, so um, I guess as well, her work's not just about the DIC, it's kind of a larger metaphor for um, thinking about urban change and renewal, and yeah. when she was here, she was actually staying down by the art school, and she was walking past the former Wycliffe Press site, which yeah. is now a car park at yes, the university, yes. and so there was that rubble, and then there's also um, talk at the, at the time that she was here about Cadbury being closed down, and... Um, yeah, Carisbrook and... Yeah, yeah, Carisbrook, and then the Greggs factory maybe being sold at some stage yeah, and all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff so there's this kind of 
like Dunedin's been quite protected in a way, although it had its kind of boom times back in the day of DIC starting out like post oh, gold, gold rush. rush. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it's kind of been in this economic decline. Ever since <laughs> <laughs> oh, manufacturing decline. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now we're kind of in this post industrial kind of time. Mm. And so she's kind of commenting on that as well, I guess, in yeah. her work. And that um, ties in with my show sponsor, Haraway's Oats Singles. Haraway's Oats has <laughs> been around for 150 years this year. Happy birthday, Haraway's. Happy birthday, <laughs> Love a bit of porridge. <laughs> Yeah, that, breakfast that's right that's right <laughs> yeah so um yeah what else was i going to say just briefly if i've got time um so i mentioned the fact that she's kind of converted this the gallery from this showroom of products for sale to a showroom of of materials and ideas and potential but also she's kind of making the building the subject of the work because yeah. it's kind of um reflecting on the way that we yeah display things and consider um stuff in our world <laughs> yeah, yeah. So reorder and you know reimagine the things in our lives mm-hmm. um, but there's one other project that she's also done recently called the trading table oh yes and um, I just wanted to touch on that briefly she didn't show that at the DPAG but she has presented it recently and I got to participate in the work so it's she's been running this project since 2003 and um, it's set up so she's got a trestle table and mm-hmm. she's interested in kind of um, facilitating exchanges and bartering for skills oh. and services oh, cool. so she's cool. kind of standing behind it going what have you got to offer and what would you like to trade and she first set it up in St Kevin's Arcade Karangahibi Road in yep. Auckland and yep. outside art space as well at K Road and then most recently she's presented it at the Auckland Art Fair and just a month or so ago at Sydney at Sydney Contemporary this art fair there mm-hmm. so it's kind of a different environment commercial environment and um, she just recently did an email out f- to her network for like a call for trades, so she'd have something on the table to start with. So I put two trades down. Nice. <laughs> I put down one was just editing some writing, and the other was a video. I was thinking, what do people in Sydney have? Because people in Sydney kind of have everything. If you're going to an art fair, probably mm-hmm. pretty well off. Well, potentially. Yeah, I'd say so. This is expensive (laughs) to live in Sydney. Yeah, so I thought, what's special about Dunedin? Let's be honest, what's the main reason I moved to Dunedin? The Cadbury Jaffa race. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) So so I went along and took my um, (laughs) mobile phone and made a wee video to trade. So um, it was actually quite terrifying. Have you ever been to the Jaffa race? Yes, of course. Yeah, well, that was my first time. (laughs) (laughs) And I went up to the top of Baldwin Street and I had vertigo and then (laughs) I I couldn't realise, I didn't know why the netted fence was going to be so high, but you know, it's because oh, yeah. those balls, they fly really yeah. high. Yeah, the, j- the jaffers, you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah the chaplets. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, it was, I had this moment where quite, like, pretty much everyone was filming it, because that's what you do these days. Yeah, fine. yeah. And um, it's just like this avalanche, obviously, of um, jaffers coming down the street. And someone dropped their phone just moments oh, over the boom, 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 fence. Boom. And it was like trampled to death by a million jeffers. That's great. And I thought that could have been me. And Thank I wouldn't have been able to live up to my part of the deal. <laughs> but I managed to capture that on camera. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Someone on the phone. <laughs> death by Jeffer. That sounds amazing. So, yeah. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> um, I, uh, I would have liked to have been a part of that. Yeah. We could have just given away airtime. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's all, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. 
Oh, no, you never know. That's kind of the beauty of the project. You kind of come up and yeah. you, you don't really know what you've got to offer, but then you just have well, to kind of dig a, a little deeper. You gave a, a video of, of chocolates rolling down the hill. So I'm still waiting on my trade in return. Oh, oh brilliant. So, yeah, so it's I have been come. paired up with someone, but I haven't received yeah. my trade yet. Oh, nice. No. But, um, yeah, so she's kind of interested in kind of rehumanizing the concept of currency in this kind of non-monetary way, I guess. I like that. Bring back the barter system. Yeah. Give you three pebbles for a pig. <laughs> <laughs> the way it used to be. All right, so that is on now finishing in three days. Yes, so that's the, the China and hardware work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What happens to it then? I guess I'm not sure what's next up on the big board, but they will no doubt have something else amazing planned. And who work gets sent back to her in the giant carrier van? That one, I don't know. I imagine that it'll get painted over. Oh, is it actually off straight it's, on the wall? I mean, it's vinyl attached to the wall, but yeah. it'll be pretty tricky to peel off. Maybe oh, well, they have a special technique. Oh, well, go and see it before it disappears yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Forever and ever. That's, you know, I, I kind of like the way that's happening just like the building. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. it's all part of the cycle. Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> all right, hey, thank cool. you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Art is real. That is real for at least three more days. <laughs> and then we don't know if it really existed or not. You know, we have to tell. Internet is, yeah, there'll be photos. There'll be a record. Can it can f- go into the Hawkins uh, photograph collection. Nice, nice. All right, um, so this is going to be a fortnightly occurrence. Yes. So you'll be back in two weeks' time to yes. tell us about Keep whether or not you've still got New World coupon books. That's what I'm interested to know. Is yeah, maybe. Oh, I'm sure we do. Yeah, you have we to. Must. You must. You must. As but we keep the plastic bags. Oh, really? Maybe. I don't know. Well, that could be the next collection, collecting plastic <laughs> bags, because they're going to be gone soon. <laughs> I'm the curator of the plastic bag collection. <laughs> it's very serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs>